This episode is brought to you by AARP. Ten years from today, Lisa Schneider will trade in her office job to become the leader of a pack of dogs. As the owner of her own dog rescue, that is. A second act made possible by the reskilling courses Lisa's taking now with AARP to help make sure her income lives as long as she does. And she can finally run with the big dogs. And the small dogs, who just think they're big dogs. That's why the younger you are, the more you need AARP. Learn more at aarp.org skills. You're listening to a Mint podcast brought to you by HD Smartcast. Let me tell you the story of an NRI, Park Men, who was settled in London. It was after a road show held in London in 2019 by a major Indian real estate company looking to sell properties to NRIs that Parth decided to buy a flat in India. He was lured by the prospect of owning a house in India, a practice common among many first generation NRIs. But it was only after buying the flat in Gurgaon did it strike him. How would he manage the flat till he moves back to the country? Nan went to London in 2009 to study for his masters and now works in a consulting firm there. Nan's predicament echoes the concerns of most NRIs in managing remotely their properties, either inherited or purchased in the country. Maintaining a property from its regular upkeep to finding the right tenant and resolving their complaints to ensuring that all related taxes and bills are paid on time from several thousand kilometers away can be a mammoth task. If you're an NRI and nodding as you listen to this podcast, today's episode is for you. In today's episode, I will give you a handy guide on how to tackle property management challenges sitting abroad. Hi, I'm Shipra from Mint's personal finance team and welcome back to Why Not Mint Money. Welcome to Why Not Mint Money, a personal finance podcast where we help you understand basic money concepts and share strategies for you to build your wealth. So let's get started with your money journey. The common issues that NRIs generally face are proper upkeep of the property and finding a good tenant who pays rent on time and vacates the property without any hassles when the lease period ends. There have even been some cases where a property was vacant for 10-15 years and the cumulative pending maintenance bills and taxes have surpassed its market value. Now, typically, NRIs entrust a third party, usually a family member or relative, with the responsibility of regular maintenance, routine repairs, and even finding a tenant without a legally binding contract in place. That said, Property owners have to issue a power of attorney to the third party concern, which is a grantee or attorney, to finalize the tenancy or carry out other property transactions in their absence here. Power of attorney does not confer ownership rights to the attorney. It is an instrument that doesn't give any ownership rights over an immovable property to the grantee. There is absolutely no provision under the Stamp Act or in the Registration Act which brings general power of attorney at par to the sale deed. An attorney does not even have the rights to sell the property without the owner's consent, unless specified. So an NRI who has issued a power of attorney can challenge the attorney if the latter misuses such powers in concluding the sale or lease of the property. As long as the attorney sells or leases the property within the realms of his powers under the PAO, it cannot be challenged. 
Now many NRIs have pointed out that relying on family member by appointing a POA or a power of attorney can come in handy. We, I must tell you that relying on family members alone may not be a workable option for those whose families don't live in the same city where the property is located. For instance, you may give your father the power of attorney, but if he lives in a different city and cannot regularly commute to the city where your property is located, it could be a big problem for both you and your father. Moreover, the system of NRIs involving families in property maintenance has gradually gone out of fashion over the last decade or so. Now, this is where property management companies or PMCs come in. They serve as an alternative to appointing family members as the caretakers of your property. The key services that a PMC provides include overseeing the rental procedure, which is finding the tenant, completing the paperwork, dealing with tenants' queries and timely rent collection. And apart from the rental procedure, they also oversee regular repairs and maintenance. Please note that this is not the same as a POA. Under the agreement, the owner permits the PMC to collect rent on their behalf and represent them and the property in the matters of tenancy. Before letting out the property, the PMC carries out background checks of potential tenants, aids in police verification of such tenants, executes the rental agreement and follows other legal procedure. The owner also has the option to issue a POA to the PMC to execute the rental agreement or authorize a relative who then works with the PMC towards this end. Since this process is akin to what a broker does, the PMC charges a brokerage fee, which is equivalent to about 15 to 30 days of rent. This fee is collected either from the tenant or both the tenant and the landlord, similar to what a broker does. Apart from the fee, the PMC also deducts a service fee of about 5-10% to 10 from the rent every month or charges a fixed annual fee ranging between 20,000 and 1 lakh. This fee is determined depending on the size, type, which is either the property is residential or commercial, and the location. Now, for instance, properties in high rental demand areas will carry a lower fee. And in localities where it is difficult to find tenants, the PMC may charge a higher fee of about 9%. Similarly, some residential localities are far from the city and may require longer travel time for service providers to reach. Now, these are the kind of factors that jack up the fees. It should be noted that a service provider who charges a lower fee may also bill you extra for inspection visits, routine cleaning, and facilitating repairs for major damages. This is besides the rent deposit and invoice generation fee. In addition, some companies may also charge a fee of about 3,000 to 8,000 at the time of renewing the rent agreement, which typically expires in 11 months. Now for any requests pertaining to repairs and other services, tenants can reach out to the PMC through WhatsApp or the company's mobile application. As for any structural damages to the building, the PMC carries out the repairs and sends the bills to the owners. Now this is about the daily upkeep and overseeing the maintenance of the property. 
Now, what if the tenant does not pay rent or refuses to vacate the property? Can a PMC help in that case? While in most cases this is not part of a PMC's standard services, some of the bigger ones provide legal assistance in case of such litigation. So, the onus is on the property owner to check the list of service inclusions before enlisting a PMC. Where court cases are concerned, owners can give a special power of attorney. Where court cases are concerned, owners can give a special power of attorney to the PMC to represent them in the cases and so they need not be physically present for their court hearings. The special power of attorney is for a specific purpose and one that ceases to exist after the said purpose is fulfilled. Apart from litigation, the NRIs can also get support from PMCs with regard to property taxation. The tenant has to mandatorily deduct 30% tax on rent and deposit the same with the income tax department. PMCs ensure that such tax related transactions are done in a timely manner. Some bigger PMCs have an alternative model. For instance, they take the property on lease and then sublet it at their end. Some NRIs might find this more convenient as they don't have to get involved at all while they earn an assured yearly income. However, properties are typically lent out under this model to bigger corporations that use them as guest houses for employees. Do note that PMC services are costly. If that is the case, NRIs can consider issuing a POA to a trustworthy relative who can manage their properties. If that's not an option or if you want a professional upkeep of your property, you can opt for the PMC service. But a Google search on PMCs throws up numerous results. So how do you decide whom to trust with your home keys? There are a host of questions that you must ask the property manager to arrive at a decision. For instance, what is what are their standard charges? What will the service fee cover? And over and above the service fee, what are the additional costs that they charge so that you're not surprised? That brings us to the end of today's episode. If you would like to know more about this topic or make a suggestion of a personal finance topic that you would like us to cover, I can be reached at Twitter under the username of Shipra Singh Sorot and on LinkedIn at Shipra Singh. Thank you for tuning in. See you in the next episode. Stay updated on this podcast. Follow us at HD Smartcast on all the major social media platforms. To listen to more such podcasts, log on to www.hdsmartcast.com. At Vanguard, you're more than just an investor. You're an owner. That means your priorities are Vanguard's too. So whether you're planning for retirement or trying to save up for your next big adventure, Vanguard will work alongside you to set personalized investment goals. That's the value of ownership. All investing is subject to risk. Vanguard is owned by its funds, which are owned by Vanguard's fund shareholder clients. Vanguard Marketing Corporation Distributor.